Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. That's great. I mean, that's his claim to fame. Um, what, uh, he got the Cardinals to the playoffs one time. He just doesn't doesn't impress me. Okay. But as I say that out loud, like I'm trying to picture if we got a, a you know, breaking news bulletin that Kingsbury was their offensive You'd feel a little bit of I would, a jolt. I would get excited because it's something that just seems like it's so far out of their comfort zone. Comfort zone. The one I think you're going to feel that way regardless of who they hire because they've almost guaranteed that they don't make just some awful thing happen like Feekner or Canada being elevated. I mean, they made the two worst offensive coordinator hires this side of Joe Judge and Matt Patricia in the league. Next guy in the athletic they list, Clint Kubiak, 49ers pass game specialist. Thumbs way up. Donnie? I'll go double thumbs up. I mean, like right now, I think he's the, so what, the you're ideal Siskel guys. and Ebert right now. <laughs> yes, sir. He's one They're of the ideal dead, choices. Aren't they? I thought Siskel was Siskel. Mm, Ebert's the one Siskel, who had a no, lot think, of illnesses. I thought Siskel's been gone for a while, Mosey. I think you got him flipped, man. Siskel's been gone for a very long time. Oh, oh, dude, he's been gone for twenty, well, almost twenty-five years. We I apologize. Uh, I like Kubiak too. He He's to, Shanahan tree. He's got other experiences of play caller. He didn't do a bad job in, in Minnesota with cousins. No, he's, he would be a home run hire. I think. All right. Better than this next guy, Eric B thumbs up or thumbs down. Thumbs up for sure. I mean, I think there's two, would things. you put him ahead of Kubiak? Hmm. He's the only thing that docks him a little bit. And I think you could even, so was that this. a no, no in the Kubiak race. It's here's why I'd probably say no. And this is why I think you can even say slightly Andy Reid maybe shouldn't get some of the shine he gets. Mahomes. Was Andy Reid ever this much of an offensive genius with McNabb? He was pretty damn good with with inferior quarterbacks, I thought, yeah. Getting the most out of him. Alex Smith, But he is McNabb. thought of as a literal god of, of – and I think he is the best offensive mind going because Mahomes is his quarterback. Mm-hmm. It buttresses that. I would put mm, – I love. you know why I like the enemy, though? I do kind of like a bad cop approach here. Guy who's getting on people's cases. I don't know. That's the old school in me. I would put the enemy ahead of Kubiak. How about you, Donnie? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm thumbs up. I wouldn't put him ahead of Kubiak right now, but uh, it's close. I would be very happy if that was their next OC. I, Pony, the reason I might not put him ahead of Kubiak, he's coming off a season where I know the commanders were a total mess and Hal was a turnover machine, but like their numbers weren't overwhelming by any stretch. I don't think Clint Kubiak would have done any better with that. Touche. Situation. Next. Daryl Bevel, who is the Dolphins QB coach and I gotta, passing game coordinator. I got to be honest, thumbs down, just because it feels like they would be they would be going. This is going to sound like ageist or whatever. He's he's older than some. He's 54. Yeah. 
it just it feels like they would be going with a guy who has been around the league a little bit. He's done decent things to good things. I think he's probably seen as a good mind, but Donald, I'd almost want him more as a quarterbacks coach and not a coordinator. I think I'd go no, thumbs down. I can't get past the fact that he had Russell Wilson throw the ball at the one yard line in the freaking Super Bowl. I think Pete Carroll made that decision. Well, he was there. He was the actual offensive coordinator. I Chris. think he got overruled. I think Pete Carroll said, "Call a pass play." We well, why haven't we ever heard Daryl Bevel come out and say I wanted to run the ball in that situation? When I got fired by Seattle, that would have been the first thing I did. I would have called the press conference and said, "Don't never, ever, ever blame me for this play ever again." It was all Pete. That would have been my first thing. I would have called up Adam Schefter or. Uh, Jay Glazer and said, I have got a scoop for you. Don't look at me as the knucklehead that did that. How many times do you think Bevel has run an offense that was in the top 10 in scoring in the league? How many separate years? Zero. Four. Oh, wow. How many times do you think Bevel has uh, run an offense? Wait, seriously? As the offensive coordinator, where? In Minnesota in 09, second in the league in points. Oh, because he had far of that. Right. In Seattle in 15, 13, and 12, fourth, eighth, ninth. Because that Seattle team had a great defense, so they were starting yeah. some good field position, that stuff. But he also has run some absolute dog crap offense. Yeah, my answer too. is no. It's thumbs down. Shane Waldron, who was the Seahawks offensive coordinator the last two years, yes. but is a free agent because Pete Carroll is dumb. Thumbs up. I mean, he's part of the Geno, a big part of the Geno Smith rehab story. I that that's why I'm I'm a I'm very intrigued by him. Big thumbs up there. He's Not- 44 years old. I mean, what was Geno Smith before he got there? Just a journeyman quarterback that was looked at probably when he got the job as the worst starting quarterback in the league. And he's been pretty good the last two seasons. So I am he I would put him in my top three with Kubiak and B enemy. Donnie? Uh yes. Uh I would say thumbs up to him. I mean, I I think a lot of guys on this list, unless we feel like they've been around the block a bit too much, like they're on the older side of things, they're all going to seem so much more attractive compared well, to what we just went through. 100% correct, Donnie. A good observation. Waldron's also Belichick, Pete Carroll, and Sean McVay guy. He's worked for all those coaches. Zach Robinson, who's the Rams quarterback's coach. Yes. And worked at PFF. Thumbs up for, oh, triple thumbs up. Donnie? He might have a problem with TJ Watt, though. Thumbs up. No play calling experience whatsoever. I don't think that they should be limiting themselves. I agree. I'd give it a thumbs up. Okay, this is an interesting one. Thomas Brown, who was the Panthers offensive coordinator, who when Carolina brought him in for Reich staff was looked at as just a massive get by them because he was looked at as the next man up in L.A. behind McVay. He was only 37 years old. And then the Panthers had the worst offense in the NFL this year, and Frank Reich kept taking – uh, giving and taking the offensive play calling duties away from him. Thumbs up for me, and it's not even close. Here's why. I think Thomas Brown, like many, many, many people in that organization, a victim of just an atrocious owner. I think Tepper's terrible. And I think Tepper... He has friends listing right now, like Rowan and Castle Shannon. I think You're Tep- still going to say that? Yes, I'm going to say that. I think Tepper... He was- donates so much money to the Carnegie Mellon University and other institutions in I Pittsburgh, and you're still going to say I that? I thought of saying something that was going to get me in big trouble. Well, right I, I had a thought like that go, go through my head a little while ago, and I had to self-edit. So here's why, though, I'm actually answering seriously. I do think Tepper was such a domineering, impulsive owner, kind of like the Darth Vader of owners, that it compelled people like Frank Reich to, to make very rash sudden decisions to try to save their jobs if you put him thomas brown that is in a much more stable situation i have reason to believe that based on who he's coached with and for he would be good at the job donnie 
Again, I think I'd go thumbs up there. I think I would too, but I'm not completely sold on it. I mean, it was so bad in Carolina, but I think Chris makes a compelling case as to why it was. How about Matt LaFleur's brother, who's technically the Rams offensive coordinator, Mike, but doesn't, uh, but doesn't call plays there. Uh, he was the Jets offensive coordinator for two years, and it's a disaster with Zach Wilson. Mm, no. Thumbs Even down. though he's got the McVay. Yeah, because he, he would be having proven with a guy in Wilson's case who has big arm talent but maybe was in over his head. He, he couldn't get anything good out of him. It's got to be somebody. like That's why Waldron. The exact reason I'm saying no to him is why I said yes to Waldron. Because he showed with a guy that was considered damaged goods, which Wilson clearly is viewed as now probably a lost cause. Waldron resurrected a career. Yeah, I would probably say thumbs down too, but I'm not. But I'm, I'm more. Uh, Your thumbs are more leaning up. You're like Commodus in the uh, in Gladiator. You're trying to lean that thumb up. Donnie, you? Yeah, the I mean, I, bro- I, brother. I, I think another a point off what Chris just said is that he couldn't really get Zach Wilson to work at all, and right now we're kind of worried that. Kenny Pickett is kind of in that same boat, like first-round quarterback that has not uh, really And let's done be honest, and yet. Zach Wilson has more natural ability. But you know what, Kenny. though? The more I think about this, I think I would go thumbs up because I'm not going to bury this guy for, for what Zach Wilson is. But again, is. you're talking about a guy who is seen as one of the bigger busts in recent history already, and Kenny is headed in that same direction. But I don't want to pick an offensive coordinator just because Kenny Pickett. I don't want to limit it just because of what if if, if we're if you gonna, picked Shane Waldron, honest to God, with what Geno Smith likes to do, Mason would be the way better choice because Geno just hangs in the pocket and tries to make every throw. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Leave your windshield wipers down. Put your windshield wipers up before it snows. That is the question. Did you put a poll up? No. I went to uh, Erie Insurance's website. Okay. They have a whole article about this. Should you leave windshield wipers up or down before snow? Which method is best, lift or leave, up or down? There are risks either way says their uh, number one insurance uh, risk rep. But the risk is higher that you'll tear the rubber trying to free a frozen wiper blade. 
So leaving them up is probably your best bet if you can do it. Hmm. We've seen claims where someone tried to use a shovel to get snow off their car or scratch their windshield by using a metal scraper. Even a snow brush can put light scratches in your paint if you're not careful. So those are their tips. I always use a push broom. To That's get what I do before clean. I leave the house. Yeah, I, I throw the push broom down. It's a great, if you got like a flat, if you don't have a gravel driveway, if you just got a regular flat, like smooth driveway, the push broom on light snow days, great option. But yeah, a lot of the, uh, you, you ask Google this. No, oh, and Google doesn't lie. There seems to be a debate among the uh, the car owner community on this, but uh, well, I think the risk most, is if, if you do it during like an ice storm, it, they can just, if you're standing them up, yeah. they can just break and fall under the weight. But most people think it's uh, up versus down. Yeah. Now, is I don't this as it. controversial as should the toilet paper roll over the top or underneath? Because it's over the top. Yeah, that's all I do. Oh, Alex, I, Alex put a new roll on in, the, in our little uh, master bathroom, and I was furious because it was rolling from underneath. I wanted to that show is strange her the, behavior. I wanted to show her the official toilet paper patent application where the person who came up with the damn thing for the, the holder that rolls it has it uh, rolling from over the top. That should be the definitive answer there. One big sports story today is that Sports Illustrated laid off its entire department, sports writing department, because of, what is it, Chris? There's a company that came in or a bunch it's of private investors? E private equity did okay. it. Private equity comes in and they just try to make a ton of money. They do this in a ton of different industries. They, they, they take something and they think it has value to the shareholders and they gut it. And that's exactly what they did here. This was going to be in my hodgepodge as a serious thing. But if you work in some sort of field and you find out that a and like your bosses send out a thing that says, We've been acquired by a private equity firm. Start updating your resume. It never happens any other way. It's private equity that destroyed that magazine, and it's a complete shame. Uh, what is the best Sports Illustrated cover of all time? Um, the one that I think of the most, just because it's you know time and place in your life. When LeBron James was still a junior, they had that like it looked like one of those old weighted basketballs that they use, like that off yellow color, mm -hmm. and it was just him. Like it was the first acknowledgement of him as like this generational phenom in the sport. Uh, so I would say that one, and then there's another one. When Mario returned after his retirement, he got the cover treatment, and that was a, that was awesome to see. Because it was it always say? it was just always uh, it was always like I don't cool think I've see seen team. that one before. Hold on, or I don't I, remember that one. When, when Mario was on the cover after his comeback? Uh, the second coming. It was Mario Lemieux's return lights up the NHL. And it was him, it was him like, you know, in mid-stride. Yep, that's exactly what the caption was. The two, I, the two that I think I see around town the most are the Lambert Men of Steel. Yep. Without his, his toothless grimace. Yep. One. And then the Bradshaw and Stargell on the cover together in, uh, in 80. When the Steelers beat the Rams and they had both super, they had both the Super Bowl champion and the World Series champion, but the one that I I have ingrained in my head probably among Sports Illustrated covers more than anything else is the one of Hines skipping in the end zone when the Steelers beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, and I think the caption was thumbs up. I think that one. Too. I, I he's got that huge smile on oh, his yeah. face. Yeah, he's midair. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That Thumbs might have been up. A, that might have been a special edition cover too. 
I remember resubscribing to it as a teenager, basically. Like, I had my own money, and it was, hey, Dad, I wanna, I'm want i going to get this Sports Illustrated subscription. So they're all from, like, 2000. Remember this one? Whitewash, Indiana Caves, Bob Knight stays, and it's him, like, open mouth, middle of yell. I'm looking at it right now. You remember that one? I do. Oh, yeah. There's one, again. We were a Sports Illustrated household, like, my entire adolescent life here's another one fired on bob knight my favorite why are you just going through bob knight like what i'm trying to remember the ones that resonated with me here is the funniest thing i was a sports illustrated house but i would also go to espn the magazine which was designed to be very different i remember when they put the 08 steelers defense on espn they have my favorite cover of all time ron artest in the middle of like his is this guy insane Uh and it said mad game and he looked like a serial killer the way it was shot. I, I think it is. That. I think I'll bring that one up for you too. I think it is the coolest magazine cover for a sports magazine I've ever seen. They ten years ago when this when the Pirates were good again in thirteen. I remember for some reason when we when we were working here, Sports Illustrated was still relevant in yep. the early years of the station. I remember they put Jason Grilly on the cover, and I thought that was cool. I thought that was like, oh, holy here. smokes! Like people are starting to pay attention to the Pirates again. Let's decide if you like the Artest. Yeah, cover. that's good. It's a pretty cool cover, right? That's good. Real scary looking stuff. I'll miss it, man. Like, I, I'm i not going to get up on my high horse. I know people don't want me to do that. But it, it just sucks that basically, like, some soulless firm designed only to do one thing, extract as much value and money as humanly possible with no concept of what the brand or what the brand used to stand for means to people, came in, did what they always do, and they're not going to get any blame for it. It's not going to be the, the people that wrote for the magazine or the people in our industry will blame them, and everybody else is going to whine about something else that they think did in Sports Illustrated. Donnie, can you look up for me the Sports Illustrated when the Steelers won Super Bowl forty three? Because I remember the picture. Like, they had a photographer that was right, like, up close to Holmes when he caught that pass in the back of the end zone. Like, the photographer was right on top of him, and they used that close-up shot on the cover, but I don't remember what the caption was. There. Uh, I got it. What is it? That six for the sixth. I like that. It just it, it said Steelers, and then it said that's six for the sixth. And it has Holmes living coming, large coming down I like, with the football. I like thumbs up with, with Hines better. Here's another one. Holmes in midair who can stop the Steelers. When is that from? Uh, I think that might be from the 08 run because I think it's the punt return against the Chargers. Uh, so it's on the, the beginning to that path. Gotcha. I definitely, I I definitely have the Heinz Ward one, I think. Thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, here's another great one, dude. Lynn Swan going down for that catch in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that is an icon. And, and the other one you've got there of is Stallworth, Stallworth against over the Rams. The Rams. Yeah. yeah, it stinks that it's done. <sighs> All right. Now I'm getting nostalgic. Here is Open Phone Friday, 412-928-9370. You don't have to talk about Sports Illustrated covers if you don't want. You can talk about whatever you want. If you want to talk about windshield wipers up or down on cars, that's fine too. Uh, Steelers, season ending, Steelers offseason, Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett, you name it. 412-928-9370. Here is Michael on the fan. Hello, Michael. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, you know, and that's a great magazine cover with, uh, the one with Heinz, a thumbs up. And if I'm not mistaken, they snuck Johnny Damon in the top, right? I actually have that one at my house. There's a nice photo of Johnny Damon up there, but I'm, I'm in an argument right now with my brother-in-law, Matt here. And if Penix, Michael Penix, Washington quarterback, if he's still there when our pick, do we take him? At pick 20? No, I wouldn't. 
Why not? I would be wor- I would be a little leery about the injury history. There's a lot of, of medicals on his uh, on his resume. Are you starting Mason or Kenny? Mason might not be back. I mean, if I was in charge, I would, and I didn't want to draft or sign a free agent or trade for a guy like Fields, and it was just between Mason and Kenny. Mason has been brought back. I'm starting Mason. Okay, but what if it's the option of Penix or Pickett? I'm taking Penix. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, if it's Penix or Pickett, yeah. Another chance. Well, then I think that you are willing then to take. I mean, they won't. I mean, this is just what a fan would do in this situation. But I'm a little. I'm, you'd rather I'm, have, I'm trying to look at him in a vacuum where it isn't him or Pickett. I understand. You'd rather have the, the box of mystery and and take a shot on the 20th pick. It sounds. Yeah, like you to just me. don't know if it's the Pirates' first game of the season box of mystery or just a random one in August. Because that first one, you're getting Michael Penix, future All Pro. That one, if it's the random box of mystery in August, you know what? I mean, I think I'd, I think I'd rather. I'd ra- I think I'd rather see. And I said at the beginning of the show, I don't think it's gonna. I don't have a good feeling about it. I'd rather see Kenny work with the new offensive coordinator as the starter than than blow a first round pick. If on Penix him. had, if Penix through no fault of his own had lost to Texas because they just can't hold it defensively, who would you have wanted? Because I think the Michigan game for Penix. Like turned a lot of people. They said, "Oh, wait a minute! Like I like that guy. Now I don't." But I don't think he was a slam dunk first round pick even before he. Went I've out. seen him as low as since we're all sickos on this show. And Second been, and third round. I've seen. I've seen, I've seen like forty fourth overall player, which probably puts him in the first round because we know how quarterbacks get viewed. But yeah, I've seen him with second round grades. Uh, people, I, I mean, the only thing is, if they were to draft Penix, guess who stays at right tackle? Broderick Jones. You would think. Well, they can always sign free ag- a free agent tackle, cut chooks, take that money, bring in somebody else, make Dan Moore what he is, which is a swing tackle. That, not feel like you need to draft in the first round by need. Well, no, the reason I say Broderick stays at right is because that's his blind side now. Penix is a Oh, gotcha, gotcha, that's gotcha, I mean. gotcha. Oh, okay, I hear what you're saying now. Yeah, because you're, oh, that's interesting. But they but they wouldn't, they wouldn't factor that in because even, well... If they drafted Penix in the second round, though, he wouldn't be their starting quarterback. They'd still have Pickett, and Penix would be behind him. Hell, I think if they picked Penix in the first round, if this insane scenario played out, I still think Kenny would start the year as the starter, and Michael Penix would be the backup. I think hell would freeze over before they'd pick him in the first round. So do I. That'd be saying two out of our last three first-round picks are quarterbacks. We have messed something up here badly. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Open Phone Friday is brought to you by Archie's Famous Wings. Get over to Archie's East Carson Street. And have a ball. Great wings, great people that... Sit at the bar there, blue-collar types, people that work at the uh, Port Authority. Just threw the Port Authority out there? Things randomly. like that, yeah. I've met, I've met a few of those types of people there at the bar at, at uh, Archie's. I think that guy called us a couple of times. Salt of the earth human beings there. In Did great you find food salt for times. your driveway? Yeah, I went out and I stopped in uh, Bridgeville at a store. They had, a, I mean, they probably had about 50 bags out front. I was stunned. I thought I was going to be bleep out of luck yesterday bridgeville's not a salt town evidently not anyways uh 
it's hard not to, once we get into the sports Illustrated covers discussion, to not just go down the rabbit hole and start Googling things. And like, oh Man, yeah, I remember that one. Redman tweeted us a video. Redman apparently has turned his basement into a Pittsburgh sports shrine, which is very Congratulations cool. on all his success. Um, I think he's got like the faux brick accents on it. He's got like a 457 sign. Yep. From like, you know, Forbes Field style. He's got old blue Penguins numbers on the wall. He's got a great Terry Bradshaw, everyone's number one pick. It's like Terry Bradshaw looking like he needs a little bit of dental work in his uh, Louisiana Tech uniform. Man, he's got some good ones. Breadman's got a, a collection, dude. Of old Sports Illustrated. Yes, man. He's got and they're all ton framed? A ton of them framed, yeah. Tony Dorsett. I mean, that's a big thing. If you're a sports bar in Pittsburgh, somewhere on your wall, you've got a you've got a framed Sports Illustrated cover. At least one. Because of... I, mean, I There's yes. so many iconic ones. Right. And Man, now that's done. That's dead. It's not just with the death of Sports Illustrated, essentially, that, you know, killed off by some soulless, you know, private equity vultures. Well, it's the death of hard copy and that type yeah, of journalism, Yeah, that's too. more what I was getting towards. It is, you are looking back in time, not just literally, but figuratively, when there was not all the digital media that in a lot of ways makes our job easier. And, hey, here's Willie Stargell on the cover about Pittsburgh pummeling the rest of the NL East. And, like, for a kid growing up, whether you were here in another baseball city or another city in the East Coast, whatever, that's what you were thinking about. Mm -hmm. You weren't you weren't given access to 10 different things in any given, like, 10-minute span that you could go read about. That was it. And it is like a time-traveling trip here looking at Breadman's video he sent us. Here is John on the fan. Hello, John. Hey, fellas. How are you doing? Thanks, uh, thanks for taking my call. Happy Friday. Thank you. Uh, so you were talking about Sports Illustrated covers. Um, I was in it was I was probably in seventh grade and I'm playing hoops and I was sure that I was the next bird. Um, so I don't have a favorite cover, but I have a favorite issue. And um, it was a two page issue. You open up the page and it had the best sixth grade through uh, seniors, uh, individual uh, basketball players in the country. I remember Marcus Liberty being the senior. I remember Kenny Anderson being in there. Maybe he was a sophomore at the time. And I remember Damon Bailey being in there. And I was just floored. There's no AAU at this point. There's no internet. I'm 50 years old. So uh, that was Damon Bailey, man. That kid was an eighth grader. People thought was going to be like the next Michael Jordan. Absolutely. They, they were sure that he was a shoe in, but to me, that was, that was like just the ultimate because it gave me, it gave me like this idea of, Oh my God, these, there are these, all these other kids playing in all these other States. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm I'm a Homer. Yeah. Thanks, John. That's, that's a good call. Remember how they would have one of the first pages was, I think it was faces in the crowd. Faces in the crowd. That's right. That's what it was called. Faces in the crowd. Occasionally you'd see a Pittsburgh athlete in there. Swin Cash, I think, was on Facebook. A guy I played high school uh, sports with made it. We ended up being the Gatorade Player of the Year in, in New York. But, like, and. Who was that? Greg Paulus, who's now the, oh, yeah, the old Duke like guard, yeah. um, who's a college basketball basketball coach now. He was a great. He was, the, he was the. He was New York's football player of the year and basketball player of the year. He played basketball at Duke, and then he was Syracuse's quarterback for a year. Um, I thought you were going to say Andre Blatch, who dunked on you, I think. Yes, he killed me. You, you would see, yeah, you're right, you'd see people like that. That was a big freaking deal, man. You know what else is a big deal? I can't believe I'm saying this because the guy's kind of a smug SOB. Was that uh, the last page Rick that Rick Riley called? Well, that was back when, so Riley, 
Here's what I would suggest to people. The SI Vault website is still active. If you thought like Pony just said, Rick Riley kind of turned smug and lazy, which he absolutely did. His early features writing, Pony, have you read some of it? Not really. Oh, dude, you love sports writing. You love reading. Some of Rick Riley, a lot of Rick Riley's early long form stuff and features. I'm When I mean like it is 10 out of 10, some of the best stuff you'll ever read, I, I'm being serious. So are Myron Cope Sports Illustrated no, right. articles. Same like, thing. Riley has written the best stuff that's ever appeared in those pages. Some of his back page was good, but by the end, he was cash and checks. Here's Josh on the fan. Hello, Josh. Oh, wait, I'm doing the same thing again where I'm putting people on the wrong line. Hold on, Josh. I don't know why it keeps doing this here. Pony, while you're go putting ahead, somebody on the... Oh, there we go. Hi, Josh. Hey. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yep. Hey, uh, you, were, you reminded me of a memory when you were talking about Sports Illustrated. I remember cleaning out my parents' house uh, after I moved out, and I found a, uh, one, an issue I saved that had Levance Fields on the cover for Pitt basketball when they were number two that one year. And I hadn't thought about that in years, and you just brought it back up with the Sports Illustrated talk. Mossy, do you remember that one? LeVance Fields being on the cover of Sports Illustrated? I don't. I thought there was one where he was maybe on the cover with a Pitt women's basketball player. Mercedes. Oh, here it is. You know what it might have been, though? A regional cover for, like, the tournament. Okay. Uh, Sweet City. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I think they did regional covers here. LeVance Fields, let's get it on. LeVance Fields fires up the Pitt crew by Tim Layden, another name. Just you know that name immediately if, you know, you were a sports fan. But I would do exactly what Josh said. I would keep Pittsburgh I, I covers. Would, I would try to keep, well, just any well, any, any cover yeah. that I thought resonated with me. I don't know where any of my old sports, they've been long thrown away. We've moved a couple of times. Amanda definitely made me get rid of those. Oh, wait, here's, an, here's one. Trash them. Here it is. Dewan Blair was on a pit cover with a pit women's player. All right, that's what Shavante Zellis. That was when the, uh, that was like a preview episode, preview magazine right or was it for the tournament again this is i think um this is college hoops preview and so again what i do think they did was regionally they would print these so it didn't go to everybody okay but you know what it still still is it's still cool to have your people featured here's john next hello john hey hi john hello how are you hi john you're losing you there jason's next hello jason thanks for taking a call gentlemen yep so I can't believe Sports Illustrated is going to be done, but I've actually, I'm 40 years old, so I actually collect the Sports Illustrated magazines and also newspaper um, articles. I, I collect the, uh, oh, wow, guys, hold on. Literally, the highway's ice. I'm just giving you a heads up. All right, thanks, Jason. We'll let Drive you go. Drive safe. Hands at 10 and 2, please. Not good. Uh, Pony, really fast. That sounds like a guy that puts the windshield wipers up, don't you think? Highways ice, got black ice out here. (laughs) Put the blinkers on. I got like an hour drive from here. I know. it's not not what I wanted to hear. Not great for you. Um, Mason Rudolph tweeted this an hour ago. 2023, forever grateful to have been given an opportunity to take the field again as a Pittsburgh Steeler. God sure works in mysterious ways. There's no feeling on planet Earth that rivals the thrill of victory alongside dear friends and teammates. Here's to 2024 picture of him with all the offensive players in the huddle from Baltimore. Is that a farewell or a sneaky, I'm going to be back from Mason Rudolph? I think it's like a, I think it's an emotional send-off tweet is how I look at that. I guess the the cleaner question I could have asked you is, does this tweet from him in this picture make it feel more or less likely that he's back? Less likely. Here's the me. 2024. 
Here's the 2024 also makes me think it's like one of those, like, it's somebody doing a New Year's wrap-up post. Well, I, I don't. You're looking at it now and wondering. Now I'm looking at it. Huh. Man, you know what I actually want to look for here? I want to see if any of his teammates jumped into the mentions or anywhere. I wonder if Kenny sent something like that out. I hope I'm not blocked by now, but I might be. By him? Yeah. Has Kenny tweeted anything about the football season since it ended? Here we go. Not blocked. His most recent tweet is from December 12th, and it is a Levin Furniture tweet. Mm. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.